got confused yes this morning thinking today i did because i'm one of those people yeah back to the work week uh it was a extended a uh, weekend three-day weekend for a lot of people out there some people have been out a four-day weekend uh, i was out at uh chicago for all-star i had a bunch of shows so shout to chicago man i had a wonderful time in chicago i really enjoy chicago me and my wife we went out there of course for valentine's day we spent valentine's day with each other uh, we spent the whole weekend with each other. We just had a, a great time between all the events I had to do and the events I hosted. Uh, I attended uh, Michael Jordan's birthday party. Had a great time there. I saw a lot of people posting pictures with MJ. Yeah, yeah. I seen MJ. Uh, I seen Melo. There it was so many people in the building. You know what it is? Is um, I just never want to ask for a picture. I just say, just saying hi and speaking to them is just. just so you didn't take one? No, I didn't take any. I didn't take the only person I took a picture. I'm gonna with tell you though, that's good. That's You're my, right, bro. It is hard to to do that because I don't like to ask for pictures. But I have friends that'll be with me to be like, yo, you need to take a picture with that person. Do you mind if y'all take a picture together and they'll do it? Nah, I just I, I was just but having a good time. But sometimes I'm like, man, I'm glad I took that picture. I was just really, really, really just enjoying myself, and it's it's one of those times where you could just have fun. I, I didn't have to DJ Michael Jordan's party, so I was just there just to have a good time. So me and the wife, we just drank, we danced, we had a good time. And then later on that night, woo! <laughs> you fell asleep. No, nah, I didn't fall asleep that <laughs> night. I'm sorry for the person sitting next, that, that had the room next to me. I'm sorry for you guys. You were screaming? Maybe. <laughs> Might have been screaming. You seem like you would be screaming. Why, why do I seem like the screamer? I just see that. My goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a good time out there. So shout out to everybody that was out there. Uh, at All Star, I had, a, I had a wonderful, great time. Now, what you do all weekend? You? I sat down, man. I feel you like I've down. been traveling so much because January is always a lot for me. It's my birthday month. I do a birthday party like every weekend. Mm-hmm. Then it was Grammys, it was Super Bowl. So I decided not to do All Star. I had a couple of events. Then I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna just stay home. Okay. This weekend, so I stayed home. I took care of some things in the house. Had the kitchen and the dining room and the living room painted. I did all kinds of things that I needed to take care of for myself. I got a new exercise bike. Okay. Courtesy of Nordic Track. I, you know, I had a good time. Don't you have a uh, one of those other machines downstairs? In the I have a treadmill. That you don't use? A tra- oh, you have a treadmill. You know, when's the last time you used that? Treadmill? I have a treadmill and I have a rowing machine. When's la- I have a rowing machine too. When's the last time you used <laughs> that treadmill? And I have treadmill? a weight bench. When's the last time you used that treadmill rowing machine? I haven't in been house? in the basement in a while. See, see. <laughs> now, but now I feel inspired. Yeah, right. I got a rowing machine. I do everything else in the basement, but I do not use that rowing machine. I love a rowing Somebody machine. Somebody told me, yo, get the rowing machine. It's the best for your legs and your arms and use the rowing machine. Yeah, right. I like a rowing machine because my arms are so weak, and so I don't like really doing a lot of things with my arms. Like, my legs, I'll run. I have no problem with that, but the rowing machine... That is the only thing that kind of I don't mind doing. All right. Charlamagne, you there? 
I think so. Am I on? Yes, you're on. Oh, Jesus Christ, finally. My God. Now, well, one day they're going to treat us like we're a nationally syndicated radio show in 100 markets that generates a lot of money for iHeartMedia. Hey, My God. We got you on. Better okay. late than never. Maybe they thought you were going to come in late anyway, so they were just, you know, just playing no, for that. No, I haven't been late this, this year. I'm making my last year my best year. Last year, your best year. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about, Yee? Well, we'll tell you breaking news who has just qualified for the Democratic debate that's happening this Wednesday, oh. and it's this person's first time in the debate. Check, right. clear. Check clear for the DNC, huh? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Let's get to that. We'll keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, y'all. EJ, Envy, Angela Gee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, All-Star Weekend, of course, was this weekend. I thought it was. Uh, I thought the events were pretty dope, especially the All-Star of, Game. What did you think about the new way they did the game with the three different games, first for each quarter, and then the last one resulting in... I actually liked it. Everybody was playing hard. They were playing like it was a finals. They were really going hard. I, I actually enjoyed the game this year. People thought LeBron's team was going to win, like, a lot more. I did. People were saying that his team was stacked, but, you know... That didn't happen the way that everybody and, and, and thought it would. You got you got t- 24 of the best players on the planet. When you got 24 of the best players on the planet, it's not going to be easy for nah. the Rod's team. Nah, like they put the, out. Yeah, but you guys are saying, all-stars. oh, it's stacked, it's stacked. They're going to kill the other team. I thought, I, I'm not going to front. I thought LeBron's team was going to be a little quicker and, and score a lot more points. But now, nah, like he said, this is the best players in the world. The NBA and, is the 24 best players in the world. But it was like, a great they're game. They're all there for a reason. Like that, that, That's literally the best of the best in the world. Like It wasn't going to be that easy for any, anybody. Yeah, all right, now. Kawhi Leonard Earth got the MVP, which is, as you know now, the Kobe Bryant MVP award. Mm-hmm. Very, very classy move by the NBA to name that award, the Kobe Bryant MVP award. And Derek Jones Jr. won the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Controversial. Now, a lot of people thought Aaron Gordon should have won or it should have been a tie. He did get robbed. He got robbed last year, too. He got robbed last Here's year. Here's what Aaron Gordon had to say. It's a wrap, bro. I feel like I, I should have two trophies. You know what I mean? So it's, it's over for that. Uh, my next goal is going to be trying to win the three-point contest. I uh, jumping on somebody 7-5 and dunking it. There's no easy feat. What, I got like a 47? 47. 47. Come on, man. We're here to do four dunks. It's out of four dunks. It should be the best out of four dunks. I did four straight 50s. Five straight 50s. Uh, that's, that's over. It's a wrap. Let's go home. Yeah, he gets they, busy. He should have won that one. They need to stop having uh, uh, non-dunkers and celebrities judge the slam dunk contest. They should have people who historically have been great dunkers in the league. The Dominique Wilkins of the world, the Michael Jordans, uh, the, the Vince Carters. Even have Zion Williamson out there judging, you know, dunks. And don't have any non, don't have celebrities like Chadwick Boseman in, in common. Keep it amongst the like that 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 dunking class. People who know how the hard difficulty it is. of yeah. those dunks. Absolutely, yes. that's who should be judging the slam dunk. Because you know sometimes you can't tell how difficult that dunk is because it's so fast until they put it in slow mo and then you really yes. like wow. He jumped over somebody seven foot five. I've done that before. <laughs> like, what more do you need? They were to laying do? down. <laughs> the only the yeah, only were. people that should be judging the slam dunk contest are historically great dunkers. All right, now Jennifer Hudson also did a tribute to Kobe Bryant and here's a a snippet of that for you. Was Donny Hathaway's For All We Know We May Meet Again. Mm-hmm. And Shaka Khan did the Shaka national Khan, anthem. Khan, Rocky Shaka Khan. Whose broad stripes and bright 
I love Shaka Khan, but y'all really got to start knowing when to take a knee during the national anthem. Y'all be protesting during the wrong anthems, okay? That was the anthem that you were supposed to take a knee on. Okay, Shaka put way too much soul on that national anthem. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. You know, um, Oh, and I forgot to mention that Bloomberg has qualified for the Democratic debate. Oh, and that's his qualify. first debate that he's going to be in. That's in Vegas on Wednesday. He didn't qualify. Tomorrow. He paid the DNC and Tom Perez uh, adjusted the rules. So uh, I start to say Goldberg. So, so Bloomberg can get his ass in there. But, yeah. All That's right. What well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Angel. Angel, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, what's up? I just want to say... uh I just want to say a shout-out, drop a bomb for my beautiful white queen at home, Jessica. Uh, Breakfast Club, I know you guys had a day off yesterday, but you guys are giving us yesterday's news, man. We don't want to hear yesterday's news. That was the weekend news. You guys should have came to work <laughs> and told us that yesterday. We got to take a day off, too. You had off yesterday, right? No, I got to work. I was at work. Sorry I was to hear that. Uh, he got, he, he, a rerun, a rerun you, on your show. When you, when you think about it, he does have a point, though. What? We are a day late. Yeah, we are with the old we talk. Are. He did. He, he does have a point. Well, we did bring up the Bloomberg that just broke this morning. Yeah, you did. You did. Hey, let's talk about uh, let's talk about that shows though. They need to take away the thing. Take away that trophy. It's vacated because I mean, what? That's right. old news. Your phone is a day old, bro. Hey, you that's fix old your news phone, man. now. Your phone is all <laughs> over the place. No, that's actually not old news. Something happened yesterday. I think that what they hit somebody hit one of the Astros players with a ball because they were upset. Uh, I thought he was talking about All Star. Yeah, okay, I, can't I couldn't understand what he was saying. Hello, who's this? Hello, who's this? What's up, Peter? Peter, what up? Peter, what up? Queens, what do? Peter, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, yo, so me and my girl, my girl left me because I basically went out without telling her, my brother. Went out and did what? So basically, I told her I was going out. I was at the Big Drip concert, you know? Fabio's my man, so, you know, I told her, yo, babe, come with me, let's go, go have fun. Say nah, I can't. I got work. I'm like, all right. you know, after Big the trip. concert's done, I came back. I had an event with Spin King, and and Shorty ended up going out with her cousin. And so was I'm it, like, was, was it this weekend? I'm confused. This weekend, bro. Yeah, it was Valentine's back. weekend, bro. If you couldn't be with your girl, yeah, you wasn't exactly, supposed to be anybody. Bro. You're supposed to be home miserable by yourself, especially if she was at work. What's wrong with you? You crazy? But I have, I can't. I'm with the pros. <laughs> you crazy? I'm outside, pop smoke, Bobby. Can't tell me I'm not going to be outside. Yeah, I mean, so you rather be out and hang out with a bunch of dudes than hang out with your girl? Typical New York male groupie stuff. My Stop girl, it. See, that's the thing. My girl never, I feel like my girl don't make time for me, my brother. Aww. So, like, so babe, she wasn't I'm available. Yeah, did she you, wasn't available. Did you get that picture with Pop Smoke, though? Did you get that with Pop Smoke, though? Did you get that picture with Pop Smoke, Did you get that picture with Pop Smoke, though? Can y'all let him talk? So what happened? Yeah, nah, I mean, you know. 
I'm out. I'm outside. He got Did you picture. get to pick with Pop Smoke, though? Did you get to pick? You crazy always got to pick. Okay, how many likes it got on the gram? Oh, my goodness. Like two bands, two K real quick. Oh, you lit. You lit. Was casting over there? No, Cass was an all-star nah, weekend. I, sure. Cass, I see my bro Chef. I was a Chef Fabio. We oh, my I goodness. was there for like a good half hour, 45 minutes on stage, and then we bounced. You so, get to pick with Fabio, too? Yeah. Ooh, how many likes that one get? That's the bros. Y'all, you told me I'm outside with it. You outside with so, it. So what did you do for your Goodness girl gracious. for Valentine's Day? Nothing? Well, she had work. She was busy most of the day. I didn't you ask. Did what? you do anything? Mm-mm. I, I nah. I just I took her out to eat. You know, got a nice gift, nice twenty four karat white gold. VVS is on it. Nice car. <laughs> Do you hear how this young man sounds more excited to be with Pop Smoke and Fabio yes, and be outside does. with the guys yes. than he did to be at dinner and buying I'm, things for his? Believe woman? me, I'm ex- I get excited when I think about my girl. I get excited when. Doesn't I think sound about like it. I don't hear it in your voice, bro. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. That's because oh, your girl don't get as many likes on your gram as Pop Smoke. Goodbye, sir. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Typical New York male group. Hey, stuff, stop bro. it. You better stop that. It's the truth. It's not. Get we, it off your see chest. It. It's disgusting. We see it all the time. 800-585-1051. We see it all the time everywhere, not just New York. No. Yes. New York got it bad, bro. Yes. You better stop. New York got it bad. Nope. Nope. We ain't got too many stars right now, but 800-585-1051. Shout the Pop Smoke and Fabio. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Eddie. Eddie, what up? Get it off your chest. Yo, man, these girls out here in Norfolk, Virginia are whack, man. I'm from New York, and I had girlfriends in New York that, first of all, have personality. Number two, when they would come over, they brought something, anything, and they had something to say. These girls out here in Norfolk have nothing to say. When you finally do go out with them, they just sit there like a lump. And if you have, if you get lucky enough to bring them back to your house, they act as if they only have to bring their vagina. Look, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know, know anything what about girls this. you're talking about from Norfolk. I actually have a lot of friends. I went to school out in Hampton, so I don't know where you where you found these women at, bro. I would love to know what, what else you expect them to bring. <laughs> I would like them to bring a little bit of energy, a little bit of personality. You feel me? Oh, you trying, so, so you're trying you to find guys, an actual you guys mate. You got to side with the female, but, but me, I'm going, look, these girls, they want what they want. They know how to call for rides and little favors, but they don't do nothing in return. So you want a girl to get you an Uber? Yeah, she wants a girl to get him an Uber or Lyft. Huh? Never mind. You have a great one, brother. I'm sorry for your uh, disappointment. I don't know what to tell him. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Shonda. Hey, Shonda, get it off your chest, Mo. I just want to say what's up and just spread the love to everybody. Louisville, Kentucky's in the house. I Thank you, Shonda. Hey, love and appreciate you're an it. asshole. No. That is a fact. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't supposed to say on radio. <laughs> We're just going to bleep the whole part. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's good, Envy? This is Dre from Brooklyn. Hey, what's up, Dre? Get it off your chest. All right. So what I got to get off my chest is about uh, Michael Bloomberg and, uh, you know, being a part of this DNC mess. You know, I grew up in an era where, you know, I was a kid, you know, transitioned to, like, a teenager at that time, you know, experienced everything in the Bloomberg era. One thing i never forget, 
you know, is uh, just coming home from a friend's house. I'm about 15, 16 years old. I'm all the way in Bushwick, you know, and due to his, you know, stop and frisk laws, these cops decide to follow me in the cab from Bushwick all the way to Bedside just to pull me over and just push me down and say, oh, I matched the profile of somebody that just stabbed somebody from a party. I'm a 15, 16-year-old kid with a baby face, and you guys follow me from a Popeye's ticket spot to my house. And so when I'm waking up this morning, the first thing I see on the news is Bloomberg on television with Black for America. I'm like, what? This, this thing is getting out of hand, and just to see the fact that he's going this far and his nomination is like, it's crazy to me. Like, growing up under his policies and now seeing how far he's really trying to get is just ridiculous, you know? Using all his money to, you know, make it part. It's like Charlemagne mentioned, you know, he got a lot of money. It's like he's paying his way into this. It's like coming out of left field, like... I and the, Bloomberg for president. Uh, not and, and, and the DNC Thank so you, quick to sell their soul, and so many black people so quick to sell their ass for Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg hasn't even issued a great apology for stopping Fritz, but like I keep telling y'all, the best apology is change behavior. What is he going to do to reverse, you know, the, the, the systematic oppression and marginalization he caused the black people with the stopping Fritz policy? Why y'all just so quick to give him y'all ass without him even putting something on the table to say, you know what, I got something that can, you know, maybe rectify what I did. Maybe. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, shout to Fred from Milwaukee. You remember Fred from Milwaukee? He always used to call. He was always trying to find yeah, what happened a to woman him? and That's try to date sucker? somebody. Yeah, no, no. That's not big chocolate. No, that sucker? was not, not, not the toe sucker. Fred is the guy from Milwaukee. Remember, he always trying to get on a date and try to smash. He can never smash any girls. We call him like the 50-year-old virgin. I don't remember. Well, I ran into him in the club, man, so he came out to support. He was like, yo, why y'all always call me weird? I said, because you are weird. But um, I tried to set him up with some girls in the club, so I don't know if he ever got some action or whatever. But shout to Fred from Milwaukee. All right, Eve, you got rumors on the way? Yes, Wendy Williams, find out why she is apologizing. Also, All-Star Weekend. We'll tell you what Kanye West was doing for free for people out there. And we'll tell you about Shaq's new freestyle, Honoring Kobe. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, so Brian Tyree Henry, you know him as Paperboy from Atlanta. He will be playing Marvel's first openly gay superhero in The Eternals. He'll be playing the character Phaestos, a married man, in that upcoming movie. So he said, I just shot a Marvel film with the first openly gay superhero. I'm married to the gay superhero... uh, well, another actor said that he's married to him in that uh, series, in that movie. So he said, we represent a gay family and have a child. I mean, there's gay characters in the Marvel comic books. So but I guess it's the first openly sense. gay superhero. No, right? I'm saying there's, there's is openly gay Marvel characters in the comic books. This is the first one in the actual MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in the film. Well, there's, that movie will be in theaters November 6th. I wonder how they're going to do that, though. Because, I mean, it's not like uh, the movies f- focus on sex and relationships anyway. So well, they are going to have. Know somebody's sexuality? They said you can expect their first gay kiss, and obviously they're married with a child and everything, so they're representing a whole gay family. So it is part of the plot in the comics, in the movies, well, in, the in the movies. movies I don't I, do people have. I guess I don't know. I'm not into Marvel. Do people have what? I was going to say relationships as superheroes. I'm trying to remember. Like I don't remember. I mean, yeah, yeah. You got couples. I mean, you got couple. You got do couples you? in the magazine. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like Cyclops and. Uh, Jean Grey, okay. um, Black Black Panther and Storm mm-hmm. were a couple. Who else been couples? It's a lot of couples. Well, it's couple. also going to be Marvel's first gay kiss. They said it's absolutely beautiful, very moving kiss. Everyone cried on set. Okay. 
All right, Wendy Williams, uh, speaking of which, has apologized for some remarks that she made. Now, here's what she said about Valentine's Day. Clap if you're participating in Valentine's Day. Well, first of all, if you're a man and you're clapping, you're not even a part of this, okay? I don't care if you're gay. You don't get a mency every 28 days. I get offended by the idea that we go through something you will never go through and stop wearing our skirts and our heels. They'll never get the menopause, but look at here now, um, gay men. You'll never be the woman that we are. Now, Valentine's Day is the day before Valentine's Day, celebrating female friendships. So that's what she was discussing. Now she has since apologized after she got a lot of backlash for those comments. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm 55 years old, and maybe I sounded like your auntie, your mother, your big sister, or somebody out of touch. I'm not out of touch, except for perhaps yesterday, by saying what I said. So I deeply apologize, and I deeply appreciate the support that I get from the community. Uh, the LGBTQ, they the real Avengers. Oh, my God. They took out Thanos quick, didn't they? If, 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 if Wendy was Thanos, that movie wouldn't have been three hours and a half. <laughs> they got her out of there quick. All right. Now, All-Star Weekend, Kanye was given our free Yeezys in Chicago. They uh, took multiple pairs of the new Yeezy Quantum Basketball Sneaker, and they gave out free pairs of those sneakers to people who are willing to give up the shoes on their feet. So they have video footage of that and everything. People giving up their Nikes and everything to get those new Yeezys. I don't believe that. I think some of that was staged because I saw this one dude take off some some yellow fair gods and they look brand new. Now, would you take off your brand new sneakers nope. that you just got My to give gods? To no. your fair gods? As no. expensive as those are, you think you would just turn those in for uh, any pair of shoes? No. Well, the rule no. was you had to give up a sneaker of equal value because they did deny some people. Are you gonna deny people? No, you can't deny well, that's people. Not fair. Yeah, that's what determines equal value. If I can't afford it, I got sneakers on. You're not going to give me a pair of sneakers? I thought I they were just giving it to people in the Guess hood. again, my friend. <laughs> that's foul. All right. Now, Lonnie Love has a message for Tamar Braxton. It was the 1,000th episode of The Real, and they were very teary-eyed. They had a celebration. They toasted to their years of hard work, and here's what Lonnie Love said about Tamar. After six seasons, after winning an Emmy Woo! and two NAACP Amateur Awards, the big day is here. Today is officially the Reels 1000th show! And we do want to say something. We, you know, I want to say to Tamar Braxton, you are still our sister. This is your 1000th episode. No. What no. you mean, no? It's not her thousandth episode. You, What number of episodes did she stop on? I don't remember. All right, then. So what did, no, that's not her thousandth episode. No, that's not how this works. But I will say congratulations to those, those ladies and those yes, women. congratulations man. to the yes. women of the I mean, real that absolutely. actually were on a thousand episodes. Okay? That's Lonnie Love, Jenny Mai, Adrian Bylon, and which Maori is it? Tia Maori. Tia Maori. Yes, those are the women that should be celebrated uh, for the thousand episodes. They actually were on the thousand episodes. Come on, that don't even make no sense. It's actually Tamara Maori. Tamara Maori. Yes. <laughs> I just want to see if he was going to just say it. <laughs> don't try to don't correct me because you was wrong. No, I do, I, of course I've been on the real. You've been on, oh, we've all we've been on all, the real. We've all been on the real. Yeah. Well, regardless, th those are the ones that should be celebrated for a thousand <laughs> episodes, not Tamar. All right, now Shaq has honored Kobe Bryant with a brand new freestyle, and you guys want to hear it? Yeah, sure. All right, let's hear it. 
It's a beef, man, I'm just being real with you. Kobe Bryant, rest the power, man, I'm fucking with you. I hate watching these ballers, they little soft suckers. Wish you were still playing, dunking on these motherfuckers. Quarter, down by two. I'ma miss every free throw, I'ma get that dish to you. Halo, one, two punch with two stone, they kill us. One black mama and one black gorilla. Gorilla than me, realer than he. You can say Magic and Kareem or Mike and Scotty P. We was like Puff and B.I.G. We was like Snoop and T.R.E. Dropping the clues, bonds for okay, Shaq. Shaq. Shaq, 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 man. You know, it's been hard for him to put what he wants to say into words, so I'm sure that freestyle was Very helpful. therapeutic for him. And th- yes, and therapeutic for him as well. So. I didn't like the Black Gorilla line, but other than that, dropping the clues, bonds for Shaq for a day. Absolutely. All right, now R. Kelly is facing new indictment and sexual abuse charges. There's an amended indictment that they actually filed on Friday, and there's new allegations of sexual abuse of a minor. So an additional victim, this victim has been identified as minor six, claims that R. Kelly began engaging in sexual activity with her when she was 14 or 15 from 97 to 2000. So that's another person now. And that person, minor six, replaces another victim identified as minor two. Minor two is no longer listed as a victim in the new charges, and so now there's another person. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news next. Well, the Boy Scouts of America has filed for bankruptcy, and that is because of hundreds of sexual abuse lawsuits. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with the Boy Scouts of America. They have filed for bankruptcy. And they did celebrate its 110th anniversary just uh, last week. But they said they have liabilities of between $100 million and $500 million and less than 50000 in assets. The organization is facing hundreds of sexual abuse lawsuits and thousands of alleged abuse victims. And a lot of people are not joining the Boy Scouts of America. Matter of fact, somebody from up here said his dad pulled him out of the Boy Scouts. Really? When he was younger because of some shadiness that was happening. Were well, the Boy Scouts ever popping? No, it always seemed like the Girl Scouts were popping. They had the cookies, you know what I'm saying? They was running around the neighborhoods, hustling the cookies. What did, What were the Boy Scouts ever sell? Nah, we never so, had no... We, I don't ever remember having a, no Boy Scouts in yeah, Queens. No, there was yeah, no Boy Scouts. There was no... Nah, I didn't... No Boy Scout cookies? Well, they said mm-hmm. that, uh, according to court testimony, the organi- organization believed more than 7,800 of its former leaders were involved in sexually abusing more than 12,000 children. Over the course of 72 years. Do Boy Scouts grow up? Because I've never even heard like a grown man say, man, I used to be a Boy Scout and talking about all of the things that Boy Scouts, you know, I guess taught them when they were younger. You ever heard anybody say that? You were a Boy Scout, Steve? Steve was a Boy Scout. Our camera guy from Revolt. Terrible representation of Boy Scouts of America. (laughs) That's what Boy Scouts grow up to be. God damn it. Dismantle the whole organization. Was there many black Boy Scouts? Because uh, none, none of my homies was Yes, like... Rampage. The last Boy Scout. <laughs> Shut up. He's Scouts. a rapper, man. No, he's not, man. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Now, Harriet Tubman is on One United Bank's Visa debit card. I don't know if you guys saw this, but people were upset because it looks like she's throwing up the Wakanda Forever sign. Looks like. On the debit is. card. Well, their explanation <laughs> was this, right? Uh, according to uh, One United's president, Terry Williams, Terry says it's the actual American sign language gesture for love. Wakanda got it from that. So that is supposed to be Harriet Tubman throwing up Good the clean sign up. language Good clean up. sign for love. That's what that gesture is supposed to be. So she said it's important to love ourselves, love our history, and recognize we're much further along in our journey than people would like us to believe. So they edited the picture and put the Wakanda sign? It's a cartoon. Can I, can I see the picture, please? It's not a real picture, Envy. It's oh. a, 
Can I just see the? I just want to see the debit card. I ain't see it. By the way, does Revolt have it? By the way, guys and guys, here you go, Envy. I have a bank account at One United, but I would like to say that Harriet Tubman does not have to throw up any sign. It's Harriet Tubman, guys. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the whole point. She don't need to throw up nothing. Like Harriet Tubman's face says it all. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, the CEO of Delta has responded to a situation that happened on a flight. It's a viral video, and I know everybody's been talking about this. There's a man punching the back of a woman's seat. She's reclined her seat back, mm-hmm. and he's punching the back of her seat. Mm-hmm. And the flight attendant, she said, did nothing to stop his behavior. She said the hits just kept coming. Here is what Wendy, the woman's name is Wendy Williams, by the way, W-E-N-D-I, Wendy Williams. Here's what she had to say. As soon as we got in the air, I reclined, and he asked me if I would put my seat back up while he ate, which I did, and about 10 minutes later, he was done, and I put my seat back down, at which point he started punching the back of my seat. Then the flight attendant, when she finally did come around, she had an attitude with me, and I said, the guy behind me is repeatedly hitting me. And she went back to him and, like, changed personalities and was the kindest person in the world mm-hmm. and said, oh, are you okay? It's really tight back here. See, that's exactly why I don't want my, um, my, my wife and my daughter flying by themselves because of punk-ass people like that. Like, did you see that video? Mm-hmm. Like, why was he? Why? Why you got to be a jerk in that him? way? He's like, crazy. for what? Now, the CEO of Delta has spoken on this, and he says, uh, and his name is Ed Bassian. He was on CNBC's Squawk Box, and here's what he said. I I think customers have the right to recline. Uh, We've been testing reduced recline, but I think the the proper thing to do is if you're going to recline into somebody that you ask if it's okay. I never say anything myself, though. First of all, I'm allowed to recline my seat back as far as it goes. Now, if somebody tall is behind me and they want to say, excuse me, ma'am, I'm really sorry, but I'm, you know, tall and this is uncomfortable for me, would you mind? That's a different story. It should sue the airline. It should sue the airline because that's uh, false advertising. What the hell am I paying for a reclining seat for? Right. You if should, I can't recline. You purposely want to make sure you sit in a row that reclines. That's, uh, absolutely. Sometimes you, should, you, you pay extra comfort. for those seats. Yeah. 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 If, if, you want, if you're tall, then you should get a, a better seat. Like, if I want my seat to recline, I want my seat to recline. That's what I'm paying for. I look for seats that I can recline, especially if there's certain fights. And that guy I was punching the back of the chair, he, he lucky he got, he got that woman. He needs his ass whipped. Because if he'd have got... If he'd have got gear, if he'd have got anybody else, it wouldn't. Have, it would have been over. They would have People to bring know that who they can try to. They look around. Absolutely. Like, she don't look like she's exactly. going to do nothing. He looked. He saw He saw her. He probably saw she was by herself, saw that she was older, and then he tried. To, he disrespected her in that way. And to me, that's cowardly. He's a sucker for that. Gear would have had him in the dope fiend. had to bring that plane down. Gear would have got arrested. There's no way you're going to punch the back of it. Nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, that's ridiculous. You're allowed to recline. Envy, I reclined my seat back onto you the other day. You sure did. Right, and your your manager, June, reclined his seat back onto me as well. Mm-hmm. No complaints what's the, here. What's the point of having reclining seats if you can't recline them? Right. Like, that makes zero sense. You shouldn't have and to ask. No, I didn't know I didn't know you had to ask. I don't ask anybody. And I, I, only, just, I only pulled up my seat one time. I reclined, and uh, the lady had a baby. You and hit she the baby in me, the head. Yeah, she, well, I don't know. Well, I might have hit the baby in the head. But she asked. go back that far? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she had the baby, I guess, in, in her, her lap. lap. And, and when I reclined, it hit, it hit the baby in the head. She was like, excuse me, you know, I have a baby. Is it possible? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I, and I kept my seat straight up the whole time. But other than that, no, nah, I'm reclining my I've, seat. I've, I've never been on a plane. And, you know, I fly JetBlue often. I've never been on a plane, even when the seats reclined, that the seat in front of me was, like, bothering me. I've never, I've, I've never even noticed that in no way, shape, or form. And they got the TVs on the back. And I'm sitting, you just can sit there and watch TV. Like, I'm not even tripping. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Should you ask permission to recline your chair? No. That's what the uh, the Delta CEO is basically saying. You should ask if it's okay. 
800-585-1051. And let's talk about some of your, uh, your, your airplane stories, your horror stories as well. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about some incidents that happened uh, on the airplane recently. Now, what happened with this lady, Yee? Well, this was on a Delta flight. Now, a woman reclined her seat back, and the guy behind her started punching the seat. I guess he didn't want her to recline her seat. She was flying from New Orleans to Charlotte. All right, and we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you think you need to ask permission before you recline that chair? Now, the CEO of Delta said this. I, I think customers have the right to recline. Uh, we've been testing reduced recline, but I think the, the proper thing to do is if you're going to you're gonna recline into somebody that you ask if it's okay. I never say anything myself, though. CEO of Delta out his goddamn mind. Does, do they have a sign on the plane that says, hey, you need to ask permission before you recline this seat. When you booking your plane ticket on Delta or JetBlue or whoever, do they say, hey, uh, always ask for permission to recline your seat? What the hell is the point of the seat reclining if I have to ask permission for them to recline? The only time I wait to recline my seat is when we get up in the air because they always tell you don't recline it until you get up in the air. That's the only rule they give you about leaning back. Yeah, you know what? Um, I don't ask permission. I just recline my chair. But the other day, sometimes those planes are a little smaller. When I was traveling to Chicago... I was waiting for something, and I had to push my flight back. And I was actually, the tights, the seats were very, very tight. And your friend Angela was sitting in front of me, Yee. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Envy, I'm not going to recline my seat. I'm not going to do that to you. And I was so grateful because if she would have reclined the seat, my knee would have been in my forehead. <laughs> but I don't think you need to ask permission. It's like, no, this is, like you said, this is what you pay for. Sometimes you look for seats that actually do recline because you want to recline. Right. I'm not asking nobody. I've never asked anybody, can I recline my seat? Well, let's go to the phone line. Pete, good morning, Pete. What up, man? What's up with you, bro? Hey, what's, what's your my opinion? My story is I'm 6'8 already. I bought the plane tickets that were the cheapest on the plane that I could afford. So mm-hmm. I'm in the back row. Damn. My legs already touching the seat in front of me. Damn. Beating my legs up. The lady lays back about 20 minutes into a cross-country flight to L.A. Damn. Probably about 30 minutes into that, she has anxiety attack, conniption, something. I don't know what was wrong with the chick. She just, she bugged. So I got to stand up in the plane. Mind you, I can't stand up straight in a plane either. (laughs) Bro. So I stand up in the plane for probably about 20, 25 minutes. The stewardess give her something, you know, I don't know, motion sickness drug. I don't know what they gave her. The chick calmed down, but... Pretty much every plane I ride on is a horror story. Damn, Man, Pete. If, if somebody got to ask me to lean the seat back, it really doesn't matter to me. You got two inches. <laughs> two inches is not going to matter. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you, the man. the very top of the seat reclines anyway. I think you need to get but your money up. if somebody was hitting my wife, my mother, my sister, anybody's seat, it wouldn't be pretty. And I wouldn't let nobody do that to anybody on a plane with me. Yeah, you gotta whip their ass. I'll, I'll, I'll put right. your finger, that put your finger on the tip of their nose. Yeah, you six foot eight, bro. I can't see anybody fighting back. <laughs> they just gotta take that one. But you need to start paying for first class, my brother. He can't afford. He, it. Yeah, that's expensive. Well, I think that they need to let six eight people get first class on the house because that's just <laughs> sad and ridiculous. Hello, who's this? Tierra. Hey, Tierra. Do you gotta ask Good permission? Morning, you guys. Good morning. You gotta ask permission to recline your chair. No. 
That's all you got? That's all that's it? Has anybody ever climbed oh, back no, onto I you? A, I, got a, I got a story, though. I do. Okay. Um, so I was on the, I had one of those cheap, um, you know, seats. So I was kind of, you know, smushed. Don't laugh at me. But anyway, so there was a really tall lady sitting, you know, behind me. And I wanted to recline my seat because I wanted to, you know, get comfortable. But I seen that she was tall. So I did turn around. I asked her, I was like, is it okay if I, you know, let my feet back a little bit? And in her face, you could tell, you know, she was like, you see that I'm tall. It ain't really that much space. So I kind of just was like, you know what? Never mind. I don't want you to be comfortable. You know, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. So I didn't let, you know, my seat back. And I just feel like, you know, you could ask because that's, you know, just being courteous. But you don't have to because you have the right to um, let your seat back. But... I feel like if I was the lady in front of him and he was kicking the back of my seat, I probably would have turned around and, you know, let him have it because I feel like all you had to do was say, ma'am, I'm uncomfortable or, you know, whatever, and just ask instead of, you know, yeah, I agree with that. If you just politely ask, hey, I'm uncomfortable back here. I'm really tall. You know, can you please not recline your seat? That's all. 800 And you have the right to say, no, I'm sitting back. 1051 what do you think about asking permission to recline your seat on the airplane, huh? Call us up right now. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about some incidents that recently happened on the airplane. You want to fill them in, Yee? Yes, a passenger reclined her seat back, and the guy behind her started punching the seats. Let me tell you something. A lot of times, like, you will not pick a seat that doesn't recline. You look forward to getting up in the air so you can put your seat back, go to sleep, relax, whatever it is you want to do. And that's what she was doing. She was not wrong for reclining her seat. But uh, should you ask permission? No, I don't think you should Absolutely ask permission. Not. And then if you think about it, when you fly, a lot of times if you fly, you got to pay for every bag that you check. You got to pay for all these different things. Like, that's the only thing that you look for when you fly. To make Sometimes sure that you pay extra to get that seat that reclines. By, she was sitting, was it, it was like a one seat by the window. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you pay extra for those seats, too. There's only, like, one seat on the plane that don't recline, and I think that's certain airlines. And if I'm not mistaken, it's in the emergency Yeah, the, it's the second exit. It's in the exit row. Yeah, the exit yeah. row sometimes. So, so it's like if, I, if I got me a seat that reclines and this is what I paid for, I shouldn't have to ask none of the passengers on whether or not I can recline. I paid for this Don't service. make a reclining seat if you don't want us to recline the seat. That's it. Simple as that. But please don't tell the planes that because the planes are already as uh, uncomfortable as a mother. <laughs> What's up? Now, we got Sean on the line. Sean, you work, for, uh, you work for an airline, right? Yes, I do. What's the proper protocol for reclining seat, bro? Listen, and I'm glad y'all got the right one today because a lot of people don't know. When you buy a seat, you have the right to recline and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. There's no asking. You can be courteous, but there's no asking. There's no, oh, please, it's okay, you know, let me know if you need some room. No, 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 no. You pay for that seat, you recline that seat. And right. I, it might not be the best advice, but if somebody knocks on your seat or got a problem, kick them in the face. That okay. That happen. <laughs> Wrong one, I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. airline is this, Spirit? <laughs> nah, not Spirit. Any one, any one of them. But you the kick them in the face. Kick them in the face. <laughs> I don't know about that. Right, the ball. Right. Forget that. These people think they could do what they want. You right. That's not happening. I barely got any leg room as it is, but you think I can just kick my leg up on a goddamn plane to kick somebody in the face. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, that's right. You pay for them seats, you, you enjoy your flight. <laughs> airlines is trying to gouge and they're trying to shorten up the seats put extra seats and you ain't got no room and you pay for every That's little a fact. Eight. No, no, no. 
I thought that, I thought it was just me. I told my wife that last week. I'm like, yo, these planes are getting more and more uncomfortable, yo. And it's, it, you can tell it's because they're trying to put more seats on the plane. Absolutely. Even 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 on on uh, I think it, I want to say it is Delta when they have those international first class flights. It's like 40 first class seats. Yeah, those are usually beds, though. Yeah, the, yeah those are pretty comfortable. Yeah, that's not, it's not comfortable. <laughs> yes, they are. No uh, tight ass pods. Uh, they they work uh, for me. Very comfortable. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Logan. I am a flight attendant for American Airlines. Okay. okay. Now let's talk about it. What's and the protocol? What would American so, Airlines say? <laughs> so the seats are, well, I think they handled that situation wrong. The guy was wrong, completely wrong. And I think that they should have adjusted for the ladies' comfort because he was being disrespectful. Right. But the seats, they do add way more seats than are necessary on the aircraft. And if you recline back, you're in somebody's lap. If somebody's eating, your seats are on their, like, in their tray table, if they have a laptop up, it could essentially close the laptop. So the seat, the space is really tight, but there's a lot of issues with the seat reclining and people's seat back tables. Okay. Well, thank yeah, you. They got to stop that. They got to stop trying to make money, man. And, and stop stop worrying about capitalism and worry about people's comfort. Like, this is one of those times when you have to have some uh, compassionate capitalism on these planes. Think about people's comfort, man. All right. Now, uh, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about some breakups. We'll tell you about Neo. He has confirmed his split from his wife, Crystal. Also, Kalani, they just had a great Valentine's Day song that came out, and I don't know what happened. Damn it, man. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? Now, um, do you watch the forensic show by any chance? What's the forensic show? They have a, um, I'm not sure if it's on criminal, is, is it criminal ID? I don't know what state, ID, what network yeah. it's on. What, what, what is it? ID, ID channel? What's the show about? Um, they just, how people use forensics and how forensics has changed over the years. Like, okay. um, they just, it's, it's all types of ways they can find different things. Like this one, it was a, it was a murder, a robber. He was robbing people and he bit this lady and they were able to, to, to take a picture of the bite mark and then find dental DNA. records. To basically see that it, the way that the teeth were matched, it's, it's different. It's, the forensic show was dope, man. I'm, I'm really You're not selling by me it. on it. I'm not. What, what show did you watch? Uh, forensics. I watch the forensics channel all the time. You're I'm looking at this um, young it's May story. Good. She has a partnership now. She's released a new uh, strap-on starter kit. Am I allowed to say that? Miss F your forensic story, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess she got one more. <laughs> one put a period on that one. Huh? All right. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess uh, we got rumors coming up. Yeah. Is that what we're wow, talking about? That's rumors? amazing. This F her young MA story, huh? Now, yeah. This show really has some chemistry, don't it? Goodness wow. gracious. I just walked in the room. I didn't even know you guys were on the air. All right. Well, we got rumors coming up. Yes, we are going to talk about Meek Mill. It seems like he's responding to some comments that people were making about him just these past few days. Yeah, I didn't see Meek out, and also I, I didn't, you know. And usually, when Meek is in the city, you feel the energy, like. Whether it's him being out and about, him running around, you feel energy. I didn't feel that. Meaning, meaning in that Chicago. it's a bunch of men circling him trying to get pictures. Not, meaning, o- that's, that's not only that, but Meek usually does a lot of stuff in the city. Whether it's giving back, whether it's shows, whether it's hosting, whether it's stuff with the NBA, uh, he usually brings his fleet of cars. Like you feel Meek's presence usually in the city, and I didn't feel it this time. We really got to start me. asking the question: Who got more male groupies? Is it Meek Mill, mm-hmm. Jay Z, mm-hmm. or Michael Rubin? You know, guy Drake. I don't, I don't see people. F- I don't see. I don't. See, Drake don't make himself that accessible to me. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. But just off Instagram, Jay Z, Michael Rubin, and Meek Mill. Who got more male groupies? Oh, 
Okay. They they become they be lining up for that Rock Nation brunch. Mm-hmm. But then again, Mike Rubin is. Anyway, Mike Rubin Rubin be having these guys looking crazy. He does, too. Jesus Christ. Like who? What did they They do? They'd be so happy to be around a billionaire. It's like weird. All right. Well, rumors when we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meek Mill. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, it seems like everybody's been having Meek Mill's name in their mouth. And Meek Mill said, it's not a coincidence. All these people bringing my name up at once, LOL. I've been moving too right and certain people not feeling it because most of these guys can't get in the room. I've been outside for years in the field. Now I'm helping changing laws now and freeing people. Well, some of the people that have been commenting on him, Quentin Miller recently went on his Instagram and talked about how Meek's ghostwriting allegations actually ruined his life. You know, a lot of people have been uh, congratulating me and sending me messages and about a five-year anniversary of If You're Reading This and shit. Unfortunately, you know, I don't have the good memories about it that everybody has. You know, my good memories were all murdered, you know what I'm saying? Like, the day Meek Mandela, y'all buying that bullshit since he came out of jail, like he's whatever. The day he, you know, put my name out there, you know, and it just blew up my whole spot. That shit just everything up for me, bro. I do feel like Meek needs to do something to make it right with Quentin Miller, but I don't like Quentin acting like uh, people can't grow and people can't evolve. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate that. Right. In addition, when Fifty Cent was up here on the Breakfast Club, he had some things to say about Meek Mill as well. People who pick fights with people who don't want to fight, those are punks. Like there's a, a punks. Meek Mills. When, when I ran into him finally, he said, "Yo, come here, let me talk to you. I need to talk to you like a man on the side. Put me to the side." And he was talking, and I was looking at him, and I wanted to punch him, and I didn't. I just looked at him, and I was like, "Yo." I don't understand why you felt like that. He's a battle artist. That's where you come from. Mm-hmm. So when he says something to Drake and then doesn't respond, and Drake says something back, I'm going, what happened? I think that was one of those times. Cause you know, like, I, like I said in the interview 250, when you're talking to 50, when he doesn't want to answer something, he takes you somewhere else. Because I don't know how he even got on that stuff. He brought it up. Yeah, he just brought it up. <laughs> he brought it up. Now, I think they were in a hotel in Atlanta, and they just happened to run into each other, and, and uh, they pulled each other to the side that and was had that conversation. Ago. Yeah, that was about <laughs> four or five years ago. He wanted ago. to bring it up. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about Valentine's Day. So Kalani and YG had released a song together on Valentine's Day. We played part of it up here, too, during Rumor Report on Valentine's Day. And the song was really cute together. Uh, the two of them looks like they had worked things out when she had said she was single before. Here's a snippet of that. I want to know if this mutual. I want to know if this suit is both. I want to know because you're beautiful. I want to know because I'm spending time. I want to know. Got too much pride. It's full time. It's part time. I want to know. Don't leave me blind. Don't want to know your past because I'm your new. I just want to know everything you send some news. Do you up for me? How up for you? I want to know if we can up for me. It's cool. That means I love you no matter what conclusion we come to. That song is called Conclusions. Well, what a difference a day makes because after that she released a song uh, called Valentine's Day and Shameful in parentheses. And here is a part of that song. between crying for help and not letting them see me sway. But a certain dish I can't forget. I won't get over it easy. This shit makes me queasy. I am making amends with myself. Forgiving me for loving you. I took a risk 
loving loudly, defended you proudly, ignored all the signs, yeah, it's true. And the immature me wishes that I could make it known. That you should be left alone. She also says, wish I didn't check your text when you was drunk asleep. I've seen everything I didn't want to see, that I needed to see, that I needed it to be. Hope you live happily ever after with the bitch. Damn. They, they ain't been together long enough to be making songs about each other, bro. <laughs> how, been, how long they been together? Couple it's been months, going right? on for a while. No, it's been longer than that. They've been together, broken up. They got together over a year ago oh, okay. in September of 2019. Yeah. When they September, first started dating. No, over no year ago, ye? Yes, it was September 29th. Oh. Yeah, Man. you're right. It's 2020. I was thinking something else. I'm the one that didn't go to college here. <laughs> so they've been together <laughs> for a few months, though. It hasn't been a couple, they, right? They ain't been together long enough to be making no songs about each other. Like Especially five not months. no sad love songs. <laughs> they just broke up, right? And they got back together? Listen, another couple that just broke up, and I'm sure we'll hear some sad love songs from this. Neo has confirmed that he and his wife, Crystal Smith, have broken up. And he did a a private talk with Alexis Texas podcast and said this. It's slowly but surely becoming public knowledge that myself and my my wife have decided to to go ahead and get a divorce. Long story short, I'm never going to, you know, talk bad about her. You know, uh, there's nothing bad to say about her. She's a fantastic woman. She's the mother of my children. and She's always going to be that. And I will always respect her. Long story short, she's got demons just like everybody else, just like me. And we realize that our demons don't mesh. And until the both of us get a hold of our personal demons, it's going to be just difficult for us to, you know, for us to stay married. Wow. Sounds like somebody needs some healing. What's the name of the podcast again? The Alexis Lexis? Alexis Texas. Salute to Alexis Texas. I do not know who you are, but drop on the clues bombs for you. Because I saw that, uh, that clip a lot of places this weekend. So salute to Alexis Texas podcast. Okay. Forgive All right. That. And... According to an unnamed source, they told the Jasmine brand that Crystal is planning to file for divorce later this month. She's had enough. Hmm. All right. And now by the way, that's, that's love song worthy. Now, okay. by the way, Krista Smith was seen hanging out already with Ryan Henry in the midst of all this over the weekend. She was in Chicago, and there's video of the two of them together. That might not mean anything. That I, might have just been in the club together. I was supposed to get up with him to finish my tattoo, but I, it was just too crazy in Chicago. I told them you cried during your tattoo when you, know you, you started it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know I told him? Yeah, he told me. He, needed, he said, you know, I was trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. All right, now Kevin Durant is doing a documentary on why so many NBA NBA players come from Prince George's County. So that documentary is going to be on Showtime this spring. It's called In the Water, and they talk about all the different uh, players that actually came from there, like uh, Victor Oladipo, mm-hmm. Markel Fultz, Jeff Green, Quinn Cook, Ty Lawson, some of the people that are from Prince George's County. Did you know that? All those NBA players came from there, so it must be mm-hmm. something in the water. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Yee. Yeah. Did you ever pay off the Meek Mill song? I mean, the Meek Mill story? I know, because we played the 50 Cent audio. I what, didn't, what I didn't the, tease that. I was, asked, I was trying to figure say? out. What did Meek say? Yeah. Because we, we, you said, I thought we said Meek I read. Responded. I said what he said first. Oh, okay. I read his tweet first. Everybody is talking about him. It must be because he's doing something. Oh. He's doing so many different things and helping so many people. And then we played back oh. the audio of why he said that. Okay, I gotcha. was waiting. I was a little confused. I was like, did he respond? Did he not respond? I, I started he... off with what he wrote on Twitter. Uh, okay. And then I said, this is why he wrote it. I, I got to pay attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. But thank you for right. checking that. I just want to make sure. Hey, Charlemagne. Yes. We giving that down to you know, man, uh, it is Black History Month, and during Black History Month, we want to teach people about black history. We want people to learn about black history, but it's not always uh, 
what you do is how you do it. So I need a young man named Robert Noyes to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right, we'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, February 18th, goes to a 52-year-old man from Cedar Rapids named Robert Noyes. Uh, black History Month is in full swing, people. And uh, folks often say, why do we need a Black History Month? Well, it's for people to educate themselves on black history, okay? The black experience in America, our tragedies and triumphs, our ups, our downs. Some people choose to learn because they care. Some people choose not to learn because, well, they don't give a damn. And that's fine. But those are also the same people who, when the tragedies happen in the black community that are usually linked to some type of racial injustice, in the words of the urban philosopher Doughboy from Boys in the Hood, either those people don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. Just replace uh, the hood with the black community as a whole, and you can understand the frustration some people feel when we are trying to explain racial injustice to white folks that just don't get it. Well, Robert Noyes felt that being it was Black History Month, uh, it was his duty to teach. He took it upon himself to do some community outreach and take Black History Month in his own hands and personally teach a Caucasian about racism. Well, I know what you're saying. Uh, Charlemagne, why would you ever give a black man donkey of the day for teaching a white woman or a white person about racism? Well, it's often not what you do, but how you do it. Let's go to WOR's Jim Bartlett for the report, please. man named Robert Lee Noy was charged with first-degree harassment and false imprisonment after he kidnapped a white woman and forced her to watch the nine-hour slave documentary Roots so she could better understand racism. That's it. That's the tweet. According to police reports, when the woman tried to move, Noy threatened to kill her and spread her body parts, starting with her foot, across Interstate 380 on the way to Chicago. Roots, which first aired on American TV in 1977, follows the struggles of one African-American family told over several generations, starting with Kunta Kinte. When the white woman was asked, does she better understand racism after being kidnapped and forced to watch Roots, she replied, yes. After being kidnapped and forced to watch Roots by a black man, I totally understand why some white people hate black people. End quote. You know, right is right, wrong is wrong. And this was wrong. As much as I want white people to have their eyes open about racism, as much as I want people to know and acknowledge racism, Robert, this is not the way. Okay, I don't want you to risk your freedom and put yourself in a bad situation trying to prove something to white people. You can't just go around kidnapping people, Robert. Okay, not to mention, if she wasn't racist, she definitely is now. In fact, she probably hates Negroes. See, we only feel the way we feel about people based on our experiences, uh, the experiences we have with people. You can tell me anything about somebody, but until I experience it for myself, I don't really have a, a valid opinion on it. But in a society that is always trying to cast black folks as the villain and blame us for everything that's wrong with society, always painting us to be the boogeyman, the star of the horror movie, Robert, you are doing us no favors by reinforcing some of these negative false stereotypes okay I, i'm telling you all right we all you know whether we want to or not represent 
our communities. I say it all the time. When I come across white folks who happen to be white and they are extremely good people, I always say that white person restored my faith in white folks. I'm serious, especially in this era where the media is showing you all these bigots, all these racists. You see it on social media all the time. It seems like racism is at an all time high. So when I'm someplace like in my my birthplace of Charleston, South Carolina, or my, my hometown of Mount's Corner and I meet, you know, white people like my man, John, who was a waiter in a, in a spot I was at called Toast when I was through eating. John walked over to my table and said, let me get y'all a plate. Y'all finished or y'all done? In reference to the Birdman interview, just a cool ass white person, okay? By the way, I run into cool ass white people like that all the time. But if one of them kidnapped me, okay, and forced me to watch Roots and said, this is what we need to go back to. This is how we make America great again. Then just like that, I could resort back to not liking white people. So imagine how this white woman feels about, you know, black men, all because Robert Noyce wanted to host an unsolicited movie night. Some donkey of the days just sell themselves. Please give Robert Noyce the biggest hee-haw. All right, Charlamagne, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, indeed. All right, when we come back, we're taking your call, 800-585-1051. There was a lot going on. Shout to uh, Noriega. There was a lot going on in his uh, Drink Champs podcast. And some other relationship news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, Floyd Mayweather, when he was on Drink Champs, he had some things to say about T.I. and Tiny and the alleged fight that was over Tiny. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that right now, we can see that Rick Ross, uh, she, Rick Ross's ex is calling out her friend Jennifer from Basketball Wise for allegedly messing with Rick Ross. All right, so let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. If your girl cheats, do you approach the guy? And ladies, if your man cheats, do you approach the woman or do you just approach your man? Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking some relationship topics. Now, I was listening to, uh, shout to Nori, his Drink Champs podcast. He mm -hmm. had Floyd Mayweather on it. They had a conversation about his altercation with Floyd and T.I. And this is uh, what they had to say. My thing is this. I just tell men like this. If you feel like your woman is a trophy, she should be at home on the shelf. Period. A man get mad at a man, mm. you know what I'm saying? When a man should be checking his better half. Now, also, you was telling me behind the scenes about Rick Ross. He's going through a little bit of drama right now, right? Well, not really. This is basically um, his ex-girlfriend is upset. She's saying that she's upset that she says that Jennifer was messing with Rick Ross, and that's supposed to be her friend. Okay. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Ladies, if your man cheats, do you go at the other woman or do you go at your man? And fellas, if your woman cheats... Do you go at the guy or do you go at your lady? All right. What do, what do you think, E? I think it depends. Now, first of all, you always go at your man for cheating on you because he has an obligation to you. And obviously, if your man is cheating, it's his fault for doing that period, right? Mm -hmm. But if the other person is a friend of yours, then clearly that's not your friend anymore. So if your friend is messing with your boyfriend, you should be mad at both of them and cut both of them off. I don't like when people be mad at, at the girl and then still try to stay with the man, but you're mad and you hate this other woman, you don't hate your man for cheating on you? I think that's crazy. See, the, the only thing with that is, is like, you know, I look at certain things. Now, nobody owes you anything. They don't owe you any loyalty. But if My I'm, man does. If I'm t yeah, your man does or your woman does. But if I'm T.I., let's say, for instance, right, everybody knows my wife is tiny. 
So it's not like it's a secret. So if you're going at my wife, yeah, I kind of feel a way. I'm going to go at my wife and I'm going to go at the person. So I understand why T.I. would go at Floyd, too. But Floyd Floyd is also saying that he wasn't messing with Tiny. And when she came to the fight, she was with uh, Shekinah. So it wasn't like she came to see him. And he he might feel like this is innocent. I'm not doing anything. Like somebody, if somebody. It might look bad to T.I., but if Floyd is saying there's nothing going on between us. We're friends. Yeah. But, if, like, if somebody tries to holler at my wife and, and people know that I'm married, I talk about my wife, there's pictures, we've been on numerous shows, and, yeah, and, and, it, and it's an a awkward situation, yeah, I'm going to check my wife, but I, I probably check that individual, too. But people are going to try to holler at your wife. It is what it is, and she's her job is just to shut it down. That doesn't mean I need to like it, that I have to like it. But I might, does I'm your wife have guy friends? Uh, Yeah. That she, like, hangs out with, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Right. But so they, maybe Floyd was looking at it like we're just friends. That's that's true. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This BJ. Hey, what's your opinion, bro? Man, I feel like you should never come at the um, person that your partner cheating with unless they know you personally. Other than that, you should always just come for your partner because... Y'all the one got the understanding about the relationship. What if it's just like a, you know the other person, but y'all not necessarily friends, y'all just know each other? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If that person know that you're in a relationship with that person, then, yeah, you got the right to come at them because you know they mm-hmm. off the market. But at the end of the day, you still should only come for your partner, though, because... Now, DJ, where you from, DJ? I'm from Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I right? BJ too. Now, 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 let's say you 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 got your 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 wife or your girl, and the dude down the block knows that's your girl and still trying to holler at her anyway. Yeah. You going at him too? At him I'm gonna come at him because he disrespected me because he know this is my woman. That's the same thing, me. That's what I, that's what I think. Ti felt like, yo, you know that's my woman and you disrespecting me. Hello, who's this? Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. What's up, bro? What do you think? Uh, I think you shouldn't. I I recently had found out that my my woman had cheated on me years ago to one of her coworkers, and uh, I wanted to confront the dude, but I felt like you know what? Ultimately, you know, I gotta be mad. You know, you gonna be mad with with the, the person you with because they basically you know it was the one that gave themselves away. Right. All right. You know, and sometimes your man will embarrass you and do something with somebody who you know and make you look crazy out in these streets and everything, and that's on him. Not just your man. Your woman can embarrass you, too. Well, I'm yeah. talking about myself. Oh, okay. Like, as a woman, All right. you know. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Now, um, would you confront your man and the chick or just your man? To be honest, I would confront my man first. I already told my boyfriend that I would swing on him if he ever cheated on me. <laughs> if I felt like I've seen this girl before or, like, she knew... Then I'm swinging on her, too. It's going to be, like, a one-on-two. That's it. Goodness and then the thing Cynthia. is, too, what if it's a girl that's been around you, smelling in your face, oh, cool with that you? that happened to me. Real talk, that's happened to me. And then she tried to friend me on Facebook. Oh, I told her, next time I see you, you lucky you pregnant right now? Once that wow. baby drops, I'm fighting you. Whose baby that's was it? it? Goodness gracious. Um, not his, but the timeline was crazy. Is she was pregnant when he cheated on me with her. Wow. So she nasty. At least so she couldn't get pregnant again. Where you from, Cynthia? <laughs> right? I was like, that's crazy, but, you know, I'm not with him no more because he cheated again. He is grimy. Where you from? I'm from Atlanta, but um, I'm originally from Boston, so. Did this happen in Atlanta or in Boston? Um, actually, this happened in Tennessee, so that's why I never go back to Tennessee. Okay, yeah. So, you know. All right. Thanks, Cynthia. 800-585-1051. Ladies, if your man cheats, do you approach just your man or the woman, too? And, fellas, if your woman cheats... Do you approach your woman and the man or just your woman? Are Let's you going to swing it. on Floyd? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, 
We're talking about uh, Drink Champs podcast. Shout out to Nori. Good morning, Nori. I know he's out there uh, probably running somewhere. Yeah, listening. Now, what happened on, on his uh, podcast, E? Well, Floyd Mayweather was on, and he was talking about his altercation with T.I., and here's what he said. My thing is this. I just tell men like this. Uh-huh. If you feel like your woman is a trophy, she should be at home on the shelf, period. A, a man get mad at a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When a man should be checking his better half. So 800-585-1051. Fellas, if your woman uh, cheats, do you go at the man or the woman? Or And uh, ladies, if your man cheats, who do you go at? The woman or the man? And I just want to say, in this particular case, though, there was no cheating no, there was no cheating. There was no cheating on. at all. I don't want to say there, there yeah. was cheating. There just was... just to, spe- to indicate that. Right. Okay. So we're asking, who would you go at? Shaniqua! Hello? Oh, it's not hey, Shaniqua. Hey, Shaniqua. What's your name, bro? No, his name is Michael from Day My bad, Michael. You sound like a Shaniqua. It sounds like it says Shaniqua on the on the list. Hey, hey, hey! It's all good. It's all good. Good morning. First of all, good morning, Miss Sheik. Good morning, Good morning, DJ. Yep. Hey, man, you can only approach the person you're in a relationship with because they could have that person could have lied to the other person, told them anything you don't know. True. So you got all the facts, no matter how how you feel. You got to be conscious enough to know that you can only deal with the person that you interact with. Right, and I never understand why people would try to call you up, but sometimes people try to hit the other person to get more information too. You can try, but that other person don't know, don't owe no loyalty. The only person you can deal with is the person you're in a relationship with. Right, and you also never know how you might react when you catch somebody cheating on you. You just go crazy. Hello, who's this? Come on, man! What taking so long, man? Wait, you talking to us? Go, lightweight. You mean what's taking us so long, man? We we got calls and oh, and oh, 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 my bad, my bad. You know what? You know what? Hold on, hold on, bro. No, no, I want to hear what he has to say. No, He's no, got to have something on. good to say. Hello? <laughs> Hello? You hung up on him? You, Eric, man, what's your name, bro? You, you said Eric, then what's my name? My name Eric, bro. You know I said, say my name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is going on? Is Eric, what's your opinion, bro? Bro, real time, I'm not going to check no dude, man, for that name. My lady cheated, she cheated. I'm going to check up. I'm mm. not going to check no dude, man. <laughs> you going to stay uh, with her, though? Oh, I'm staying with her. Hell no. You cheated on me, you out. I'm, I'm out. Okay. All right, well, you. Out, man. What you going to do, Evie? Me? My wife cheat on you. What you gonna do? My wife cheat on me? It, it depends on what happened in the whole process. It's not just what Evie's going to be like, who's bigger? Yeah. Shut up, man. <laughs> oh, Eric, you think that's funny? You think that's funny? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Put him on hold. Hello, who's this? This is Lee. Hey, Lee, what's going on, Lee? Nothing much. Man. That's my last name. To y'all. Good morning. Now, if uh, your woman cheated, you know, would you confront the guy or would you confront your girl or both? Well, I would confront my girl because there would be no point in confronting the guy. Because mm-hmm. realistically, whatever the situation was that caused my girl to go cheat is mainly on me. Wow. So you're so saying I- it's your fault if your girl cheats? Basically, because at the end of the day, if this guy. you going out trying to fulfill something that I'm not fulfilling or something that I'm not doing, then I gave you the reasons to go cheat. Wow. You know Instead of you being able to come talk to me and have an actual conversation with me and be like, hey, look, this is things I'm not happy about. This is things that's going on. <laughs> that's that we're true. not having like a real conversation. You Our camera like guy, that? Steve, said the same thing. No, camera, the camera guy said, no, that's not true. <laughs> so you saying if a girl cheats on you, it's your fault she cheated. Basically, for the wow. most part, depending on, depending on the situation, because for me, I'm I'm Holly, so I have two girlfriends. So for you me, what? If, if we have a lot of communication, okay. So for the, for us, if something is wrong, you have to talk to me and let me know what's going on. If it's too much, T E W. Much. So, so let me ask you a question. You Polly, so that means Valentine. <laughs> what did you do Valentine's Day, bro? 
we all sat in the house, watched movies, and just chilled out, hung out. We went and got something to eat, came back home. That, that's pretty much all we do. We all just spend time together. That's now, all we do. Now, let me ask, how old are you, bro? I'm 36. And how old are they? 36 and 30. And, and they're, they're, they're both African-American? One is white, one is black. Okay, wow. Whatever works for And y'all you. do things together, too? Like, y'all have threesomes and all mm -hmm. that together? I mean, from time to time, sometimes, but we all we all date each other, and we're all in a relationship together. Y'all sleep in the what, same bed every night, or is it different your, beds? What's your Instagram? Yeah, we have two king-size beds that we sleep in. What's your Instagram? Uh, Lee Cypress. I actually messaged you on my on my other Instagram to come on um, lip service to talk about poly and uh, BDSM. Lee Cypress. So yeah. you guys also do BDSM? Yeah. What's okay. BDSM? Big... What no, it? it's not. What's BDSM? Every <laughs> wallet. That's bondage. Big, big girls. Bondage, discipline. Sadomasochism. Oh, so they 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 tie you up and put you on a dog leash and slap you on your ass? No, that that's what I do to them. <laughs> Are you a photographer? Yeah. Okay, this is you. Okay. I'm How do they look? How do the girls look? How do the women look that you have? I just see him working as a photographer here. I I can I, I'll send you. I'll inbox you. Yeah, Don't so inbox me. Inbox G. I don't want that in my inbox. On a scale of one to ten, you ain't about that life. I'm definitely not about that life. On a scale from one to ten, how do your women look? I'm just curious. For me, they look like tens. Um, one yeah, see, they're supposed girl, to. One is a little bit slimmer. I they, gotta see this. They're tens to him. All right, bro. Okay, I'll get I back to you, Lee. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. A lot of things came out during this question. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. You know, you know how hard it is to satisfy my wife. You got to satisfy two at the same time. Well, that's probably just you. No, it's shut up, Yee. <laughs> we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Big Sean. He was on with Joe Button, and he had some things to say about uh, some alleged beef with Kendrick Lamar. Also, what happened with uh, Janae Aiko? Because, you know, Joe Button doesn't have the nicest things to say about her, so I was curious as to what was going to happen with Big Sean sitting there. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. <laughs> now y'all know I love me some Young Ma. Mm -hmm. Now she was on lip service, and she seemed very intimidated by the Doc Johnson starter kit that we had for her. Mm -hmm. Well, we have something for you as a present. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a whole set for you, okay? It's a whole vibrating crystal jelly set, and it has a wireless remote. And as you can see... Do you have this? You can actually like wear this. Okay. Is it red? <laughs> it's really red? We're trying to be consistent. It matches with your outfit. Thank you, guys. That's no like problem. A whole, like, Congratulations on everything Nobody ever got on. me this before. <laughs> really? <laughs> Never. Now, if you don't know what that was, that was a strap-on starter set. And now she has her own line with Doc Johnson that has come out, and it's called Play Nice. Young M.A. presents Play Nice. So it's a whole starter set for you. Wow. But whatever's going to make us some bread, I ain't mad at it. We know you're not. I'm going to shut up. What? So I just said we know you're not mad. <laughs> All right. Now, T-Pain, in the meantime, is also on his, uh, he's also getting his entrepreneurship on with his F.T.Pain website. I so apparently, he has a strap on too. No, <laughs> he said so, and it has nothing to do with the strap on. All right, good. <laughs> Not the FT Pain site. Okay, <laughs> he said, my dog sent me the ftpain.com link, and instead of trying to take it down and hurt the person that put time into making the site, I simply purchased it from them, and now all the profit comes to me. Got it? So buy it up. I'd appreciate it. That's smart. 
That's crazy that people... I, who doesn't like T-Pain? What did he do to anybody? I have no idea, but that's very smart because I'm sure people are buying the F-T-Pain t-shirts like crazy, so T-Pain is still winning regardless. All right. Now there is some drama happening with Jennifer from Basketball Wives. There is a woman, Britt Eady, that is saying that she was messing with Rick Ross. Now, Britt is Rick Ross's ex. I guess they were together... They haven't been together for a while, though, for some years. And she's upset because she says that Jennifer was at her house for Christmas with her family and then goes and F on your ex a month later. And then she put hashtag ain't no girl code whoa. Well, I've been getting some intel. And according to this intel, that was not Jennifer's friend. She actually did stop by her house for Christmas on her way somewhere else with a mutual friend of theirs. And she's been friends with Rick Ross for years. So that is the intel from Jennifer's side. How do you say intel when her and Jennifer went to school with each other and they friends? Is that actually not Jennifer telling me this. Oh. It's somebody else. So you ask Jennifer if that's your friend, if it's, if it's okay to report it? Um, It's early. All right. And it's in the rumors, so I'm just telling you the intel is Jennifer has. And facts are she has been friends with Rick Ross for years, which I've known, so I don't know. This is a story now, but just letting y'all know because it was on the shade room. Okay. All right. Now, Big Sean sat down with Joe Button. He did the pull-up, and one thing, he cu- one thing he talked about was, and I told you I heard Big Sean's album, and he talked about Kendrick Lamar and the fact that there was some alleged, quote, beef, and this all started with some misunderstandings. Well, here's what he told Joe Button. So, Nip Pass, I have a show for J. Cole Festival. I'm on a flight, I'm sitting next to Punch. And he like, bro, what's up, man? You ever hollered at Kendrick? And as soon as he said that, it was like, oh, because I damn near put it on a back burner in my brain. I'm like, damn, no, I never did. And he like, man, you should definitely holler at him. Got his number, we communicated. The, so you the, guys... the respect is mutual. Yeah, it was, it was literally nothing. Yeah, it all started with the Me, Myself, and I, and then the No More Interviews track, and people thought that he was talking about Kendrick because mm-hmm. he was talking about people who rap fast. And then I guess he felt like Kendrick dropped the heart part four. Everyone thought he was talking about Sean in that song. So it turns out it was just some misunderstanding, and you know how people amp things up online. Absolutely. Now, this isn't amped up. Joe Button said some things that got Janae Aiko blocked, and... Janae Aiko blocked Joe Button because of these comments that Joe Button made about her. And as you know, that's Big Sean's girlfriend. All of the Janae songs that have been released that I have purchased and the lack of growth in the music. And I don't even isolate, when I make that statement, I don't isolate her music. With every song that Janae Aiko releases, in my opinion, she falls lower and lower on the list of the women that make that type of music. Yeah, but that's his opinion. So, I mean, you can't be too mad at somebody's opinion. If that's his opinion, he doesn't like her music or he feels like her music is falling off, that's his opinion. I'm right, sure well, there's a, a thousand other people that feels differently than Joe Button. Right, there are, and Big Sean actually addressed that. Yeah, she's like one of the pioneers of that style of R&B. Like, I feel like she, and I see it when, I, when, I, when I'm with her, I see the respect that her peers give her. I wish she would unblock me. Well, you shouldn't have been talking all that shit, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and you can't control how she no, might react to absolutely. your, quote, opinion. Absolutely. She don't want that negative energy around her, but she probably feels differently, and I'm sure there's a lot of other there's people that feel differently that... about Janae Aiko. Yes. All right, now, Power Prequel has added Omar Epps to Raising Canaan, so he's going to be on the cast for that. Mm-hmm. So all these uh, new spinoffs and Power that are coming. I saw somebody saying that the spoiler alert uh, that Ghost isn't dead. I don't know about that. Mm. Sounds fake to me. All right, and Candy Burris has spoken out. There was a shooting at her restaurant. And that was at the Old Lady Gang Camp Creek on 
Valentine's Day, actually. Right. She put out a statement. Our prayers and thoughts go out to the individuals that were harmed or in any way negatively impacted. We are aware that this matter is being actively investigated by law enforcement, and we are cooperating with law enforcement to bring to justice those involved. So all three people who were injured are expected to survive their injuries. Yeah, they'll get the shoot. I think he's on tape running out of there. So they got him on tape. They got his car. They got all that stuff. So I'm sure it's just a matter of time before he's apprehended. Yes, so hopefully that will happen. And they are asking that if you do know anything, please reach out to law enforcement as soon as possible. All right. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Today is Dr. Dre's birthday. It's also Joelle Santana's birthday. So let's get on some Dr. Dre and Joelle Santana in the mix this morning. All right, Uh, Joelle's is still out. When does Joelle's get home? Do we know? Is it this Uh, year? Yeah, I'm not sure when he gets home. All right, well, we're going to get some jewels on in the mix. But you know what? He has an album coming out, and I know Kim Bella wants to come up here to talk about it, so we can make that happen. All right, well, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, it's Black History Month. What are we doing today, Charlamagne? You know, I just want to salute uh, a new Black History Month legend, uh, the great American novelist. Uh, her name is Toni Morrison, you know, uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom winner, uh, Nobel Prize in Literature, Pulitzer Prize for Fiction. I mean, Toni Morrison uh, was just a force of nature, and today is her born day, and I want to celebrate her. Let's go back to a time where Toni Morrison had to put uh, an interviewer in check uh, after the interviewer asked her, when is she going to start writing (laughs) white stories? The Breakfast Club presents a new Black History Month legend. You don't think you will ever change and write books that incorporate white, white lives into them substantially? You can't understand how powerfully racist that question is, can you? Because you could never ask a white author, when are you going to write about black people? Mm. Even the inquiry comes from a position of being in the center. And being used to being in the center. And being used to being in the center. Mm. And saying, you know, is it ever possible that you will enter the mainstream? It's inconceivable that where I already am is the mainstream. Being an African-American writer is sort of like being a Russian writer who writes about Russia in Russian for Russians. And the fact that it gets translated and read by other people is a benefit. It's a plus. But he's not obliged to ever consider writing about French people or Americans, or anybody. And that was another new Black History Month legend, courtesy of The Breakfast Club. All right, well, that was your Black History Month moment. When we come back, positive note, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And shout out to everybody again that was out in Chicago that I ran into in Chicago. I had a great time for Chicago All-Star Friday night, uh, Valentine's Day with my wife. I went to Michael Jordan's birthday party. Shout out to uh, the whole uh, Jordan team. I did uh, I did so many things. I, sh- I seen Jeezy, Fabulous, so many Fat Joe, Pusha T. I ran into so many different people. Mellow. So um, just want to say I had a great time in Chicago. I really love Chicago. And just as a, as a, as a business and entrepreneur, I'm definitely going to start uh, putting a lot of time into Chicago real estate, man. It, it was it's a, it's a lot of great things happening in Chicago with the Barack Obama Library they're building. Of course, Tiger Woods has the golf course there. Uh, so many properties on the water. So 
Shout to Chicago, man. Yes, and I also at this point want to shout out the American Foundation for the University of the West Indies. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is their 23rd annual Legacy Awards Gala. It's a great organization. They actually give scholarships to students who are going to the University of the West Indies. And they've helped out so many students. So every year, I always love the part when the actual students who have gotten these scholarships come and speak on what they've been what they've been able to do and what they've been able to achieve right. thanks to the American Foundation for the University of the West Indies. So if you want to donate, if you want to come to the gala, you can go to afui.org. That's A-F-U-W-I.org. It's a big deal to me. Every single year, I donate. I'm on the board. So clearly, it's something near and dear to my heart. So as we are celebrating this year, let's celebrate our West Indian brothers and sisters as well. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, the positive note, man. First of all, I want to salute everybody in um, uh, Detroit, everybody that listens to us on WJLB in Detroit. Um, I'm doing a field trip this Thursday. You know, uh, you, you can win a day with me to go to Inception. You know, Inception is located in Farmington Hill, so I'm going to take um, 10 lucky winners, and we're going to go down to Inception. Inception is like a, a, a mental health mental health uh, spa that, that, I, that I've frequented a, a couple of times, man, and, you know, you've never experienced stillness like this in your life. We're going to do some flow therapy. We're going to do some brain training. And, um, yeah, it is Thursday. So, you know, you got to be 21 or older to enter, and you can go to WJLB Detroit dot iheart dot com uh in order to enter to win but uh for everybody who's already won i'll see you this thursday in farmington hills michigan at inception and the positive note is simply this man um it comes from the late great tony morrison tony morrison once said and i totally agree with her she said if there's a book that you want to read but it hasn't been written yet you must be the one to write it breakfast club bitches you know finished or y'all done 